Women Want to Hear Women, where we put the spotlight on country music's most talented ladies. Be a part of moving the conversation forward with your host, Elena Smith. Here we are again. Welcome back to the podcast where we're reclaiming the narrative that women don't want to hear women. Of course we do. And so do men. Am I right? This week, we've invited a young artist that you guys have been tweeting a lot about asking us to feature her. It was a no brainer. She's amazing. Tennille Towns. She just spent the last few months on the road handpicked by Miranda Lambert and Little Big Town to open up the bandwagon tour. And I think we can all agree that those artists have very good taste. Now, Tennille has such a beautiful soul. I just really think you're going to love this one. So sit back and enjoy. Well, to Neil Towns, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here today. Absolutely. Okay. I have already been obsessing over your music for like weeks now. I'm just thrilled Thank that you're you. here. Thank you for being here. And I want to jump right into things. So I want to start with your experience with your journey so far, because you have this beautiful mind and just this caring heart and it's, <laughs> it's unique. It really is the way that you see the world. So when did you decide to start sharing those things with the world and why? You know, I feel like a lot of it came with the realization that I could write music. That became really exciting because a lot of these stories that I've been thinking of or things I'd been journaling about, it was like it gave me an outlet to kind of share what I was thinking or seeing. Or to me, I mean, I think lots of different people write songs in several different ways and truth is always an anchor in that. But for me, it's a lot of like common truth and a lot of just being a vessel of stories and sometimes those are mine and sometimes they're other people's and it's just like part of being able to tell a story in that way is something I really love to do. Do you remember how old you were the first time you wrote your first song? I do. I was 14. My grandparents had recently bought me my first guitar and I was starting to realize what chords kind of went together and how I could shape these this music to kind of go behind something that I had written lyrically and Um, One of the first songs that I had written was like about a political cartoon we'd studied in social studies class at at school. And it was about a soldier and it was something that had just kind of struck me that I wanted to talk about. And it's like being able to write a song gave me a place to say something about it, you know? Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about with the beautiful mind. I mean, you, you see things in such a different way and everything that I've heard from your music and from your bios and everything, it's just, it's really inspiring the way that you you. see the world. And we'll talk about your single in just a few minutes here, because that uh, is a very good example of how you see the world. Thank you. But I do want to kind of dive in into the industry because you are very self-aware and you are very aware of everything that is going on in this business. I know that you study it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So what has it been like for you to watch this conversation of the lack of women in country music? You know, it's been interesting to kind of watch over the past few years and and just as an observer kind of see what's been going on. And I definitely think it's something Im- important to talk about. But I also feel like I'm encouraged in this in a way right now. I feel like there's this kind of new class shaping up and... I think it depends on how you're looking at it. You know, for me, I grew up being so inspired by female voices. Mm -hmm. That was almost entirely what I listened to, Um, especially driving around with like my mom and my grandma. And we'd be like singing at the top of our our lungs to all our favorite voices. And, And I just, you know, looked up to those women so much in the way that they paved their own paths and the way that they sang songs. And it was like, I could look towards what they were doing and dream about making my own thing, you know, and it, it 
lit a fire in me being able to grow up watching that and listening to their music and their art and and so I feel like that's what I was the biggest inspiration for me as a young artist and and writer kind of stepping into this and it makes me excited that I feel like there's a new you know tide coming around I think it's going to be good you know yeah and you have had the opportunity to spend a lot of time with some of country music's most powerful ladies, mm. biggest influences in the genre. Mm-hmm. Miranda Lambert and the ladies from Little Big Town, you just went out on tour with them. Would you guys have conversations about this kind of stuff? Definitely. I got to have conversations with both of them about, you know, country radio and about what it's like to be on a tour as a female. You know, we had some conversations early about what it, what their first touring experiences were like yeah. on the road. And it was so cool to get to hear those stories and also made me step back and like just be so grateful because I think it was a really rare experience that my first big tour like that got to be with you know, the female legends of our time. Like this is, it just really does blow my mind that it was real life. And I just, I'm don't take that for granted. Like it was, I was so grateful to get to watch what, what kind of atmosphere they create on the road as like a female leader, you know? Mm -hmm. And also just hearing the way the conversations that they'd have after a show or talking about, you know, being, getting, getting makeup done or hearing stories about, stylist and it's just kind of like all of those things I I learned so much just getting to sit there and and learn the things that they victor over the things they struggle with like they're so honest and vulnerable in that way and I just I really appreciated getting to have such a close front seat to that and and just to talk about music you know and be fired up about the position that we have to be able to like communicate a message I'd hear them talk about girls that they would see in the front of the pit and go like and then they looked at me about that song it's like I know they lived it too and you know hearing Miranda talk about that that was unreal you know they're they're really conscious about their listeners and the women and the influence that they have on them yeah Mm -hmm. so when you were out with them what is what do you think is the biggest lesson that you took from let's just say from Miranda Lambert so many lessons yeah like is there one that you think about daily oh you know I think a lot about the way that she she's one of my favorite writers in the way that it just feels it's so authentically her you know like you listen to her set top to bottom and it's just getting to know her as a person it it's she just lives and breathes for the art of music and she and it's it's incredible seeing the, the way that people believe her you yeah. know like she has this look in her eye when she's standing on that stage it's like you know she means it and that she's lived it and it's like that fire is contagious and people are they're feeling like they're her best friend in that moment and i know that that's the invitation she's putting out that way you know that connection yeah it's it's, it's something that is rare too like it's hard to tap into that yes it is okay how about from kimberly and karen oh my goodness there's i mean they're so sweet and so talented and and they're so fierce about the way that they know that their path has been important you know too in the sense of like i loved um towards the end of the tour they did i'm with the band in their set and they played this video reel of it showed all this flashback things of what the beginning of their road was like. And hearing Kimberly introduce the song, she talks about how they had, you know, toured. They've been on this at this for a long time as a family on the road and what their beginning was like in a van and what it was like eventually getting to a bus and maybe going back to a van. And like, I just love the story she told before that song and, and watching that footage, it like made me just appreciate their path and 
just how long they've been at this and how they're really the best of friends on mm-hmm. and off stage. Like they're they're exactly who you believe they would be. They're just the sweetest, kindest group of people. And and I think that's a rare thing too to be in a band that long and still to like be there for each other in any moment. There was a moment on stage where. Um, Kimberly was talking and it mentioned the wrong city and I watched Karen stand next to her and just be like this, is, this has been my best friend for a long time and I've never heard her do that and she like stepped in and saved the day Aww. and it, just watching them together as, as like best friends in that moment was um, really beautiful like it, it just it's so real like they're yeah. just they really do have each other's back and I think they have you know, that respect and camaraderie is something they've built for a long time. It's something that I learned a lot from. It was cool to watch. Well, and I think that that's something that's really important for a lot of women in country music is having some kind of camaraderie with the people that are in the same situation as you. Yeah. Have you created any friendships with any of the other ladies in country music? Absolutely. I mean, it's really, it feels like an exciting sort of uh, generation of things coming up and I mean, initially moving here, I made friends with um, a lot of different people, and it's been exciting to see what's happened in the last like five years since we've showed up. Some of my friends were going to Belmont and studying music business or oh, doing yeah. other things, and mm-hmm. it's like now just kind of looking what's happened in the last few years. We all get together, you know, every couple of months and like pass a guitar around and hear what you know a couple of new friends have publishing deals and it's like all this exciting progression that feels like we're kind of all in it together that makes me so happy to get to cheer on each other's victories and and there's a lot of new females out on the scene right right now that I'm so excited about and 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 proud to watch it's like I feel like there's a good wave coming and and you can feel it in the songs that they're writing and the stories they're telling and I think it's gonna be really good. Now, and we'll talk about some of the female females that you're really feeling right now a little later on when we put together the playlist. But let's talk about you and your music because you recently got signed. I mean, it hasn't been that long to your first label deal. You, a lot of times when people get that opportunity, then they go right into the studio, work on some kind of like big production, really polished EP or album as their introductory you know, project. But you kind of went in a different direction. Tell me why you decided to do that. It was really cool to get to introduce the songs going back to the way that they were written. Um, yeah. it, it was sort of this decision to take the step forward in a really organic way and put out some acoustic music um, to, to kind of cut straight to the stories of the songs and the way that to kind of introduce this welcoming invitation of music. It's like living rooms are my favorite room in a house. It's like where you can feel safe to talk about anything as a family. It's like where we hang out and... And really, you know, the walls kind of come down in that sense and it's just a safe place. And I want, I wanted the introduction of this music to kind of put out that same kind of invitation. And, yeah. and so is we put out the EP just the way that I would pick up the guitar and, and play it and, and the way that they were originally written. And I'm so excited to build from that and to like the, the way that we recorded them in the studio for the record is similar in the sense that I would pick up my guitar and and sing the song down the way that I do and and then we got to organically kind of build the instrumentation around that and so the heart of that is still there and and to me it was really cool that we got to begin it at that place yeah now it's called the living room work tapes if you haven't checked it out you have got to do that and keeping with that organic feel of the record I mean or of the living room Mm -hmm. Did you do a lot of takes or would you, would a lot of them be like one take all the way through? 
Um, for the living room work tapes, they were one take. All yeah. one take. Yeah, for the most part. We, we layered in, a, um, I think, a, a keyboard pad and maybe a tambourine on a couple of them. But they were, yeah, it was just like, take a breath and go. And, okay, that one wasn't so great. Let's try again. But it was it's a whole pass, yeah. Man, that's got to be like a producer's dream job. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, thank there, right? you. My, yes. My friend Daniel Tashin and I had a lot of fun in his, his uh, studio just kind of messing around and, and getting to put those down in a really simple organic way would you do like one song a day or would it be a few songs a day i think we did them all in one day we were just like oh my gosh yeah we're just like hanging out for the afternoon and just got it done you know well and it does have that vibe it truly does like you were able to translate that and it it's beautiful i mean honestly you have got to check that out if you haven't yet we'll also put that on that playlist so make sure to take a listen but uh you are from Canada. Yeah. Which is great because there are so many country artists that have come from Canada and obviously there's a huge following out there. And I was watching the CCMAs, right? That's the idea. Yeah, I always am scared you. that I'm going to say it like CMAs. No, you but got it. Yes, the CCMAs. And um, I noticed that there were a lot, there were like a handful of artists that I wasn't familiar with just yet, but yet they were doing performances. They were announcing, they were, you know, a big part of this world. So you can have great success as a country music artist in Canada. But for you, why is it important to come to the U.S. to to achieve that success? That's, this is a good topic of conversation. I'm so proud to be a Canadian and so grateful for the industry up there. They really are a big family yeah. and they're super welcoming and it's been a pretty amazing experience. I started going to CCMAs when I was 14 and I'd go meet everybody and hang out and just learn and soak up so much information and and it just kind of reached a point where I, it's like, if I really want to take a shot at this and, and I think a big part of what drew me to Nashville was the writing community in, yeah. the, in the way that that's a unique thing where it's like, you can go to this place and be so surrounded by so many creative people. Canada's so far and wide and stretched out. And there's so many amazing writers up there too, but I was just kind of hungry to be entrenched in a community of that and was really drawn to this city for that. And, and it's just... Population wise, it's like the sky is so much higher here and in the amount of people that you can really impact and reach. And um, it's as a writer, it's such a dream to be able to know that people can hear those messages. And it's like to share them down here is very exciting. Do you remember the first time that you heard about Nashville and started learning about it? That's a good question. I feel like I definitely heard about the Grand Ole Opry early from my grandparents Mm. and we would kind of listen in. and then I'd hear a different or read different artists talk about Nashville. And I knew that in the liner notes, it's like I would read where the studios were. Oh, yeah. These records were recorded. And it was like, okay, like Nashville is this place. And it seemed like such a far off, you know, dream or to, to get here. And I had participated in this songwriter's workshop in a little town near mine. And they had a... um one of the mentors was from Nashville, was a songwriter, and I went to this workshop, and he invited me to come and do some co-writing and come check out Nashville, and I was oh, like, hey. oh my goodness, like that just made it seem a lot closer, yes. so that was a very exciting uh, first trip to make. My mom took me, and she rented the car and drove me around to these writing sessions, and we went and checked out the Opry, and checked out the Hall of Fame and walked around Broadway and was like, wow, this is it. Like, there's just so much music history here. And 
And I think that lit the fire in me to really want to come here too. You know, I think it definitely did. That first trip was pretty impactful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So um, at the time that we're recording this podcast, just a little behind the scenes here, it's actually uh, just when you put your first song to radio, yes. somebody's daughter. It happened yesterday. yesterday. Literally, it just <laughs> happened. So I really wanted to capture that feeling right now, even though this is going to air in a couple of weeks. But what what was it? day like that like it was such a good day you know there's so much that is is kind of built up towards that official first day right there's a lot of build up there's, so a, there's a, like lot a lot of, of build up and like when we first began radio tour and kind of you know anticipating that ad date it was like it just seemed like it was so far away right and then all of a sudden the summer is coming on and it's like it's here and uh yeah, yesterday was really special. My parents, um, I had a couple of days off this weekend and they came to hang out and catch up and, and they stayed uh, to be here for that. So we all we all went for dinner last night, which was really nice. And and there was a group of us that went for ice cream. That's what we do when we celebrate weed, ice cream. Heck yeah, I already <laughs> like your family. They're pretty <laughs> awesome. So that was really fun. And no, it's just, it's like, I'm, I'm trying to soak this in what this feels like and I try to journal all of it because it's only going to happen like the first time like this once and it's just this crazy thing that I'm still wrapping my head around that someone is going to get in their car and the song could come on right you know and like they could hear it and feel something it's like or they'll be walking in a grocery store and and it'll be playing like it's just it's a wild concept to me that it's getting to people at the radio is such a unique and beautiful gift in that way that it's just yeah. gonna pop up it's so weird yeah it's a vessel to the it's, people yes it's so amazing i'm so grateful to have the opportunity it's like so many people dream of this you know and i've dreamed of this for so long it's like it's really something sacred to me so i'm really grateful to have the opportunity well congratulations thank you and now that it is out on the radio and you know what's living out there are you going to be more conscious about always turning the radio on to see if you hear it <laughs> no <laughs> you're too humble <laughs> i don't know about that but i am excited um i'm really excited that it's out there and it's just been such a cool like team of people that i've gotten to work with to yeah. build up to this and and um, I've gotten to travel and see so many places in the last little while on this radio tour sort of leading up to it. And and um, it's exciting. It's all these new places I've never been. And well, especially because you're not from the U.S. Yeah, so exactly. like literally it's, the first time you're going to most of these places, right? It's a lot of a lot is mostly radio tour. Yeah. yeah. So you don't get to see too much. That's but right. But you get a little, little taste. Snippet, and then yeah. I can know which ones I'm going to like race back to. So <laughs> it's been good. Now, now that you're doing all of this work, you know, there there is a lot of goals that have to be set. And, you know, when you're working with a label and and things that you need to check off and things that you have to look forward to. But I'm curious, what? how do you define success? That's a big question. I think to me, it's just waking up doing what I love to do. And to me, that's playing songs for people or writing songs for people. And as long as like the anchor of that love is going to stay in that spot for me, that's that's success, I guess. I mean, there's always goals or things. I've got a vision board with all kinds of things I'm dreaming of or working towards it's like i know a lot of these things take time and take really putting in the effort to like see that manifestation but a lot of it is just like i'm just happy i'm doing the thing i've always dreamed of doing so 
Um, so maybe happiness is success. I think that's that's it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you certainly have a lot of that and a lot to celebrate. Um, and I, I do want to know, when you're not doing all of the amazing things that you do, you're doing, you know, performing, you're writing, you're working with your charity, you're doing <laughs> all these huge things. When you're not doing all of that stuff, what are you doing? Um, watching Friends reruns. <laughs> yes! I love it! I know, there's like two reasons I feel like I have Netflix and it's for Friends in the Office. Like, yes, I watch nothing yes, else. Absolutely. What's Friends. your favorite episode? Do you have one? Mm, so many. The leather pants one with Ross really gets me. <gasps> so good. So good. Oh, but so many. I love it. I've, I, I enjoy reading. I like being outside, hanging with friends. I started watercoloring. I'm not very good yet, but I really enjoy that kind of creative outlet making things for people why watercoloring i don't know it's just kind of i enjoy making like cards you know and and doodling i'm not much of a draw like i don't really draw very well but i can Mm. doodle and so the watercoloring is kind of like something to make that more exciting wait you'll make like personalized cards with your water you know i kind of like that it's fun so thoughtful well thank you gosh i think i'm doing something cool when i like send an extra text message to somebody here you are making (laughs) full-on personal cards well i like being creative in that way so it's kind of something fun to do and i like baking you know Mm -hmm. mostly i like eating cookie dough but we could call that liking baking, I suppose. You're baking it in your stomach. That's right. Goes down there oh, making so cookies. <laughs> now, before we wrap up and head over to performances, I do want to always get back to the core of this podcast. It's called Women Want to Hear Women. And that is because we're trying to reclaim this narrative of women don't want to hear women. It's a phrase that so many artists have been told to their face. It's a phrase I've been told to my face countless times. Mm. And it's just reclaiming that because we don't think it's true. But when you hear that phrase, and if you've ever had it said to your face, women don't want to hear women, how do you react? I just think about all of the women that I love to hear. And I think about um, the things that have shaped me and all of the women I've looked up to in my life. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know that that's entirely true. And I think it's really important that you're doing this. And I think talking about it's awesome. And I think just waking up and doing what we do, you know, like just loving it and just being like, it doesn't matter what anybody says. I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah. That's kind of, I think it's important to just do that. You do you. Yeah. And you too. And thank you for doing this podcast. Pretty awesome. Thank you for being here. Tennille Towns. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you would like to, which I know that you do, go check out her performances. Mm-hmm. You're going to be doing two. You're going to be performing. Yeah. Are you doing Somebody's Daughter? I am. Perfect. And then what's your cover going to be? I'm going to do a Dolly Parton song. Oh, okay. <laughs> so head over. Go watch those right now. We'll have a little bit of an extra for you in just a second here if you have time to stick around. But otherwise, thank you again, Tanil, And good thank luck you with so everything. Much. Thanks for having me. Oh, that's a wrap for the week. But don't you worry. If you still want more Tennille content, we got you covered. Just head over to NashCountryDaily.com. Now, make sure to keep tweeting us your suggestions of who we should feature next. Obviously, we listen. This was one of the most tweeted about artists. I'm at Elena D. Smith. And you can also find us at Nash C-N-T-R-Y Daily. A huge thank you to everyone at Sony, including Lauren Thomas and, of course, Tennille Towns. Also, shout out to Brian Webb and Jim Casey. You know you the best. But most of all, thank you for listening. I love you guys so much and all the support. It just makes me the happiest girl around, literally. And I'm going to head out with a friendly reminder that not only women want to hear women, men do too. Bye. All right, if you're still with us, then you want to hear Tennille Towns put together her Women Want to Hear Women playlist for the week. Who should people be listening to this week? 
Okay, number one, the house that built me, Miranda Lambert. That's your girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had the most incredible time on the bandwagon tour this summer, and um, she just inspires me so much. She's incredible. And uh, and this song slays me. It makes me think of, of my childhood home. And I watched 17 shows this summer, and every single time this one got me, I just Aww. was like a weepy mess. It's such a beautiful song, and I love how she delivers it. Yeah. Okay, yep. song number two. Okay, song number two. I would like to do um, People Get Old, Lori McKenna. This is oh, like... Oh, wow. Yeah. This whole new record is just incredible. I'm a diehard Lori McKenna fan, like all of the records, but um, this this there's a line in this song that turns about turning off all the lights, which is like how you you start becoming like your parents and... My dad is always like going around turning off all the light switches, and I and I do the same. So I, um, this song is just incredible. It makes me weepy too. <laughs> I've heard it one time, and now I want to go back and listen again. So, so good. this is perfect. Okay, I love her. what else? Okay, let's see. Um, Reasons, Jillian and Jacqueline. I love her so much. I got to meet her. Um, we did a Sundance Film Festival um, round. A songwriters round and oh no big deal just it was Sundance. so darn cool and i hadn't <laughs> met her yet and she's so sweet and kind and such a cheerleader of other people and this song's such a jam it gets stuck in my head i love it amen i totally agree okay hit me with at least two more okay let me see two more okay we have to throw it back to shania twain of course she has been such a big influence on my life i got to go to one of her concerts when i was nine years old and in Canada then, right? Yes. Yes. It was just a day I'll never forget. But yeah, let's just do Any Man of Mine, because why not? Why not? Why of course. not? Okay, and, and one last song. One last song. Let's do... I'm going to throw it back to the Dixie Chicks, too. Can we do that, too? Of course. Okay, good. Um, this is a Patty Griffin song, and I'm obsessed with Patty Griffin, and I love this version of Let Him Fly. It's so beautiful. The song is something... I always love to like warm up to playing this song, because oh, it's just... Yeah. Is such a good one. So yeah, that is a great, great curated playlist. Okay, good. Well, and cool. I'm going to be putting your songs on there as well. Thanks. So make sure to go check that out. I'm going to say it one more time. Thank you so much, Danielle. Thank Daniel. you so much for having me. You're awesome. Appreciate being here.